We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Will Levy, recorded at Equipus Church in Eden. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com. Amen. Why don't you give someone a high five? Say, get ready, get ready, get ready. I'm just warming you up for Reggie Dabs when he comes in May. Encounter night. No, uprising. Uprising. It's going to be crazy. Thank you, Paul, boss. <laughs> I think it's a little bit. Needs hands laid on it. All right. Who's glad they're in church tonight? I like what Matt had to say. I like the rain. <laughs> uh, when you're tired and just sitting at home and you can hear the rain on the roof. Sound effects, please. No. <laughs> that would have been awesome, eh? <laughs> like a DJ station, push the fix. But who knows that, that making the effort and coming out tonight, God's going to do something even more. I have something in my spirit uh, that I'm believing for. And uh, we will get there. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, so welcome to church. If you're new, it's great to have you here. And uh, if you're wanting to connect, we'd love to connect with you. Um, did you do that part? Good. I was, I was praying for someone, sorry. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, actually, I just feel so expectant in my spirit tonight. I just feel the Holy Spirit all over this place. And, uh, you know, it's good that we try and get our notices done and, and if you want to connect and all that sort of stuff. But let's just pray again. Holy Spirit, just come and build in what you're doing already. Lord, I thank you that tonight every person in this room is going to get touched by your Holy Spirit. Lord, not a repeat of a message, but, Lord, to reiterate and stir and may it remain in our spirit. And so, Lord, tonight I ask you, Holy Spirit, would you come and take over would you come build in our hearts? In Jesus' name, amen. Well, um, we've got a massive, uh, we've got a couple of months coming up. We've just done a great couple of months, and God's been moving, praise the Lord, uh, over, um, what, the last two months? Just checking if you're awake. March and April. It wasn't that hard, the question, I didn't think. <laughs> what were the last two? Oh, we're still in April, okay, all right. What were the last two months? Anyway, <laughs> February and March. It's Sunday night. We're listening to the rain on the roof. <laughs> but, uh, man, God's just been turning up in, in phenomenal ways. We've been hearing testimony after testimony. We've seen people saved for Jesus. You know, uh, I keep praying. I'm really believing that our morning service is going to take off as well with salvations. You've got to keep praying into that church. But, um, you know, I think we've seen just under 30 salvations uh, across the last couple of months. Even uh, Nicole texted me about youth on Friday, and they said that nine people got saved, including a mum that came to find out what their young person was up to. I'm like, that, that is awesome. So I said, keep making it a mystery, and uh, all the parents will come along. No, 
<laughs> so that's so cool. That's so cool. Um, and so there's lots happening and always good opportunity. You know, Movie March was awesome. We had a different way, a unique way of preaching the gospel. And, uh, you know, the sound of crunchy popcorn has just left the room. Praise the Lord. <laughs> um, and, uh, and it was just good. And, but here's the thing is every time someone comes to preach the Word of God and so we come into church, we come to worship, we always want God to be elevated, God to be elevated in our life, God to be moving in our life. And so um, I'm really praying for other people that are in your lives that need to know Jesus. I've got people in my life that need to know Jesus. Uh, just creating, doesn't have to be a movie march, so don't wait till next year <laughs> to invite someone along to church. There's, uh, there's some great things even next weekend. The, um, we've got Esther uh, Greenwood in the morning and Sophia Barrett uh, at night. Um, so, you know, and I'm believing for a full house. I'm, I'm, I know that the ladies are going away for a, for a weekend of uh, enjoyment and uh, just getting the Word of God, but having a whole lot of fun and coffee and shopping and, and uh, spending time together, that's good. But uh, my, my thing is, like, I'm praying for all the men, all, all the men in this place who are able to just, like, stand up and have, have the house organized and do that washing and cook those, cl- uh, cook those meals. I was going to say cook those clothes. Anyway, um, fold that washing, make those beds, vacuum that floor. Uh, all within 10 minutes of your spouse arriving home. <laughs> the rest of the time, who cares what happens? Anyway, strength in numbers, strength in numbers. We'll all meet down here. No, anyway. Um, so Equip Her is coming up. It's going to be awesome. Uh, after that, um, we've got Desiree, Pastor Desiree. She's going to be teaching on um, spiritual gifts uh, and then the following week, I want to f- finish off this series, which is which the series that was started this morning called This Is Us. And I want to talk about um, our big acronym, Belong, Invest, Grow, and talk about that. And so tonight, I want to I just continue on with uh, the message that I shared this morning. But I, I already feel in my spirit, the Holy Spirit's taking it in another way. And so get ready for that. But um, also uh, coming into May, though, going into the young adults overnight, we've got Pastor Jordan Smith from Wellington. He's going to be down for the weekend. And then we run into the next weekend where we've got Pastor Danny Guglamucci from Edge Church in Adelaide. And uh, they, he's a phenomenal man. He's a, um, it's just going to be awesome, great minister in the Word of God. Following that, we've got our miracle offering coming up. Oh, amen. <laughs> Amen. As I said this morning, our, our youth, our young adults, and our uh, kids team really love the miracle offering because their ministries are funded from it. <laughs> and so we'll be hearing from them as well. And, and then um, at the end of uh, May, we have pastors Wayne and Libby Huirua from Auckland with us as well. They want to come down and spending some time with our creative team. And, uh, and, and it's just going to be awesome. So, so much happening in the life of the church and so many op- opportunities to, um, to grow. And over the last little while, we've grown as a church. And so I really wanted over these three opportunities through April to share out of my heart on who we are. Or this is us is probably the phrase that I'm, I'm wanting. And look at that. This is us. It took a long time to design that. <laughs> Sorry. That didn't come out the way it was supposed to come out. <laughs> this looks beautiful. I like it. I like it. Um, all right, dig that hole. Keep going. All right. 
<laughs> it's Sunday night, forgive me. Right. Um, but I really believe in who this is us. As, as there's a big word in the Bible, and I shared this this morning. So if you were here this morning, uh, you're just going to get extra. Amen. And so this is us. I reckon us is one of the greatest, biggest words in the Bible. I know it's only two letters, but if we can grasp and if we can get hold of what us means, uh, man, God can do amazing things. And so I'm going to share tonight real quickly on some of the, 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 one, the scripture out of Hebrews chapter 10. If you've been coming to the church for a while, you might know it. If you haven't been coming to church for a while, this is good. This is good. It's my favorite scripture out of the Bible. And, uh, and I guess it represents a bit of my thinking and how I try to lead as a, as a pastor. And so I pray that this resonates with your spirit, because if it resonates in your spirit, it means there's an us, there's a together, together. And, and as I, and I share more scriptures, us is so important. Uh, and so who, I, I reckon tonight God's going to do some great things. And so in even in, in Acts chapter 2, there was this, it, was, it says that they were of one accord. They were together, together. In the first church, they were all about being together. I believe as a church, we need to be together. This is us. This is us. Uh, you know, uh, I, I, when, when you go to a rugby match, you know who you're supporting. You're right? Unless you're one of those sit on the fence type of people. But uh, I'm not one of those p- people who sits on the fence. I'm, I'm, I'm going for a team. And uh, I, I really believe, like, let's choose our team. It's either heaven, right? It's either life and life in its fullness, or else we're living a life of, li- of a lie, and God's got so much more for you. And so tonight, I'm just going to share out of this, and then we're going to do some praying, because I just the Holy Spirit just said to pray. Awesome. So we go to Hebrews chapter 10, verses 22 to 25. Excuse me. You'll notice at each scripture, it starts with these great words, let us. Let us. And so it says this, let us go right into the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting Him. For our guilty conscience has been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean and our bodies have been washed with pure water. Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep His promise. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and of good works. Let us, and let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of His return is drawing near. I love this scripture. There's many scriptures in the Bible that help, and I, I pray that you have scriptures that you love. And I mean, I know I've got a friend who's got Jeremiah 29, 11 tattooed on his arm. Now, I don't know about, I'm not going to do that. It's like Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 and 25 and 26. Anyway, it'd be a little big tattoo. But um, I pray that you've got scriptures that you love. I pray that there's scripture that you can memorize. I pray there's just stuff that, you, there's, there's scripture that is your go-to. Uh, you know, I have a friend who drives a truck and he talks about Psalm 91. Uh, but why? Because in Psalm 91, it talks about how the angels will protect him when he drives on the road. It's his go-to whenever he's praying, whenever he's driving at night. I pray that you have go-to scriptures. So in this passage of scripture, you, you would have noticed as we read it, and I'm going to unpack them all as we, as we come back to it. And, and it says us. And I reckon this, us is one of the smallest words, but it can have a massive outcome on the culture and the heart of the church. 
Let me read that just one more time. It says, us is one of the smallest words, but it can, can have a massive outcome on culture and the heart of a church. I, I'm one of those people that, if you know me, is I, I'm competitive. I'm also very gracious. <laughs> Who said that? Who laughed? Who laughed? <laughs> Quiet in the cheap seats there. Yeah. I'm very competitive, and I think that's a good thing. I hate losing. I hate losing. Even, I'm still trying to figure out how I need to lose to my kids when we're playing a game. Because it's just tearing them down. And I'm like, it's all right. When you know you win, it means you're the real winner. No, anyway. <laughs> and I, we were playing a game and one of the aunties won. And then they actually said to me, it wasn't it a good, good, good thing that I won? I'm like, mm, not really, but hey. Anyway. I reckon being competitive is actually quite a good thing. Uncontrolled competitiveness is not a good thing. But being competitive means you've got a little bit of grit. You've got a little bit of passion. You've got a little bit of something that goes, you know what? I'm going to go for this. I mean, I love rugby. Rug, rug, well, you can't get away with it now very much. And I've never played professional rugby, so I'll never get caught. But uh, I love rugby because if someone breaks the rules, you can normally just get them back a little bit. You know, a little. I was in the forward pack, and every now and then a little uppercut would come into the scrums and... You know, that never happened in the, in the league that I played in. But now you never get away with it on the TV. But uh, because why? Because you just want to have that righteous justice. You know, you're like, no, this is righteousness. You, you can't get away with that. The rules are the rules. You were offside. Smack. No, that's not the right thing. <laughs> I never played like that. I was, I was, but uh, I tackled harder if I, fa- if, I, if I saw someone cheating, I knew who they were and I tackled them as hard as I could tackle them. I believe that we should have a grit. I believe that we should be passionate about something. You know, I, I love the church and everything and its, it's different expressions across, uh, across the body of Christ. But I'm very passionate about what we're part of here. And I love it that we can be about us. You know, I think down the road, I have, I'm having lunch with Pastor Adam Dodds this week. We are great friends. We champion one another on to what they're doing, what, they're, what they are at Elam Church. I think they're an awesome church. I catch up with now, now and then with some of the other pastors around town. I'd like to do it more, but not nothing. I don't have anything against them. I am for them. But let's be, let, let us also be passionate about what God is doing here, because with us together, we can do anything. And in fact, in, 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 uh, there's, a, there's a scripture or a, or a phrase that says this, where there is unity, God commands a blessing. That actually comes from three scriptures of Psalm 133. If we can throw that up on the board, that'll be good. And I'm, I know I, I might be racing through some stuff tonight, but I really believe we've got to pray. Have we got Psalm 133? How wonderful and pleasant it is when brothers live Together in harmony. This word harmony is also translated in unity. Uh, next one. For harmony is, is as precious as the anointing oil that was poured over Aaron's head that run, ran down his beard and onto the border of his robe. And harmony is a refreshing as dew from the Mount Hemron that falls on the mountains of Zion. And there the Lord has p- pronounced his blessing even Life everlasting. So where there is unity, God pronounces His blessing. And when we're together, when we, are, when we know we're about us, this is us. 
this is my church. This is my team. You know, I, I love it when we moved down here four years ago because I was a staunch, a staunch hurricane supporter. And uh, rugby is one of those things that all the pastors in Equipers Church love to talk about because generally each, uh, each territory has a good team and there's a little bit of rivalry and just like the other pastors, they're competitive as well. And uh, trust me, they're competitive. And, uh, but when, they, when I came down here, it was awesome because uh, I was sick of following a losing team. <laughs> Tired of it. And I was like, I came down here and we had the captain of the Highlanders at the time in the church. And I was like, finally, get to meet some of these guys and, and, uh, it's not, and, and just encourage them. And, and, and then they start doing well. And then they win. And they win. And then I remember at Shout Conference a couple of years back, there was Ryan and I walking in with our Highlanders tops on. And everyone was like, oh, get out of here. Get out of here. It's like, you know, there's only two of us from the South Island, but we were passionate about it. And this is us. And even now I'm believing this, and it's our year again. It's the Highlanders' year again. Any, amen? Come on, Ryan, where are you at, Ryan? All right. <laughs> but, uh, but are you passionate about something? Are you passionate about the cause of Christ? You know, I'm passionate about it, and so... Um, let the, where, God, where there is unity, God commands a blessing. Even in Genesis chapter 11, where there's the Tower of Babel, where there was a group of people who, who were united together. They, they had it together. And they say, you know, come on, let us make a tower that reaches to the heavens so that we can be made famous. Famous. So when you're famous, it's because you've got the us in there. Hey, there we go. Just seeing if you're awake tonight. That's all right. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> the Holy Spirit's telling me to hurry up. <laughs> Come on. It was, dude, are we, are we passionate about us? And I'm not saying uh, it's about us, because in the Tower of Babel, it was about them. And it even got God's attention. And God even says, let us go down. He's talking to Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let us go down and have a look at this. And then he says, hey, this is not good. Whatever they set out to do, they, they will be unstoppable. And so he then created different languages and scattered them around the earth. We even see in Genesis chapter 1, verses 26, it says this. And in creation, God said, let us make man uh, the human beings in our own image. Again, there was there was an us in in the in the uh, Trinity of God, and so there's a togetherness. Again, they work together. When we work together as a church, man, what could happen? What could happen? I, I didn't share this, but I, I shared it in the morning service. Um, there's a church over in Mosgiel, an Acts church in Mosgiel, which has just now come underneath the leadership of this church. This is amazing because, you know, uh, God's just been, we, we're just continually being faithful and we love the people out there. Desiree and I have had the privilege to be out there and minister in the last month and just with events that have happened in recent, uh, from the beginning of the year. Now, now we're leading that church as well. And how's that going to happen? Well, it's going to work because of us, not us, because of us. Amen. It's going to work because, hey, we're going, to be, we're going to be one church in two locations. Well, how does that, how's that going to work? I don't know. We'll figure it out. 
But when we're together, together, God's going to move. Um, I want you to open your Bibles at uh, Matthew chapter 18, if that's, a, if that's okay. And I, I think the team's got it. Matthew is the first book in the New Testament, if you're unsure. Um, and uh, chapter 18 is about the middle. Um, and we're going to read from verses 18. And then we're going to talk for a little bit, and then we're going to pray. It says this, I tell you the truth, whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven, and whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. I also tell you this, if two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask, my Father in heaven, excuse me, will do it for you. For where two or three gather together as my followers, I am there among them. Where two or three people gather together as Jesus' followers, it creates a space for Jesus to be there. Just think about that. When, when you, if, you're, if you just, just get two or three people together, together, there's a miracle happening because it creates a space that Jesus wants to be in. Like, I, Jesus wants to be in your life as an individual, but where, where it says here, where two or three are gathered together as my followers, I am there. And look what it, what it comes after. Look what it comes after. It's a, it's, this is awesome because it says, I tell you the truth, whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven. And whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. And I also tell you this, if two or three of you agree here on earth in my name, it goes on. This is awesome. This might be a little bit simple tonight, but I believe if, if we can grasp this as Christians, man, I believe the power of God is going to come and fill this place. It's going to come and not just fill this place. It's going to fill your everyday life. It's going to fill your e-groups. It's going to fill your day-to-day walk. Why? Because all we need to do is have two or three people gathered together as an us. And Jesus turns up. Tonight, we've, I've already done the count. There's more than two or three people here. Just helping you out. I know there's more than two or three people here. So does that mean that Jesus is here? Yes, it does. So does that mean then that we can also go back to the top of the Scripture or the verse 18? It says, whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven, and whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. And I'll still tell you if two or three are gathered. Does that mean that if we prayed tonight? Does that mean if we go, you know what, God, it says this, if we forbid this on earth, it's going to be forbidden in heaven. If we pray tonight and go, God, if we release this on earth, it's going to be released in heaven. I believe in the spirit of us tonight, God's going to turn up and do phenomenal things. Because why? It says, let us go right in. Right into the presence of God. Right in. No more religious acts. No more having to, once a year, let the priest go into the holiest of holies. If he get it wrong, tie a rope around his legs so he can pull him out. If I was living in the Old Testament, I'd like to be the person, not with the rope tied around my leg, but it'd be fun. Just, it'd just be fun. <laughs> ah, he's gone. Pull him out. <laughs> it's 
<laughs> Sunday night. But what would happen if, if two or three of us prayed tonight? Because I, I believe, I, I believe that God wants to move and God can move. But can we, could we ask tonight? Could we believe that actually, hold on. Jesus has just said in the Word of God, whatever we, we're two or three are gathered in agreement that creates a, an atmosphere. And in, in fact, this is awesome. The Greek word for agreement there is symphony. Have you ever heard a symphony orchestra? You just heard the violin by itself. Sounds like a cat getting strangled. Maybe not. Maybe if they're playing it properly, not. If I played the violin by itself, anyway. But no, once you get the violin, and once you get the double bass, once you get the horns, the strings, once you get all that coming together, what is it? It's a symphony. And this is what this Greek word it's not, it's, it sounds like symphonies. It's very close to it. But this Greek word agreement, there's a symphony coming together. When we come together, when two or three come together, there's a symphony happening. There's a, there's a sound that's happening. There's a, there's, a, there's a together, together. Have you ever, I don't know, I mean, it's, some people like it I, I, a lot more as you, as you mature sort of enjoy that style of music. But I believe God wants to create tonight. See, it says we can let us go right into the presence of God. I'm so glad the Bible's written this one first for me because it's about going into the presence of God. Not just go, okay, let us make our lunch first and pack our bag. Sorry, it's just one of the things I do in the morning. No, this is let us go right into the presence of God. Right into the presence of God. Oh, let's let's sort our life out first. Let's repent. Turn from our wicked ways. Don't get me wrong, if there's sin in our life, come on. Come before God. Humble yourself and God will deal with it. He's not there to strike you down. He's there to love you and lead you. But let us go right into the presence of God. Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm. I was sharing in prayer meeting a, a couple of weeks back how I loved hearing that Yolanda was still praying for Roland, her husband. And she's, those prayers have slowly gone away a little bit because God's answered some prayers. But for four years since I've known her, I've been hearing those prayers. Let us hold tightly. Don't, don't you dare give up praying. <laughs> don't, don't, don't you dare give up praying. You've got that family member that you're believing to get saved. Will you hold tightly? Because we're into it together. I've, you know, I would have said to Yolanda, don't you dare give up praying. 
until we hear an answer from God. There's many people in the Bible that they, they prayed for a long time. Different issues, different circumstances. You hear stories about how grandma prayed for little Joey. And when they came, they came, they gave their heart to God on their deathbed. That's worth praying for. But tonight, let's not hold, let's not give up. Let's hold tight to everything that God has for you. Let's think of ways to motivate one another towards acts of love and good work. I want to encourage you tonight to go, man, before this next week finishes, encourage someone. Like, but, but think about it. Think about it. Slow down in life for a little bit and think about how you can go and motivate and how you can encourage someone. Do you want to know one of the best ways that you can encourage someone? Pray with them. Just pray with them. You can send them a coffee card or something like that. That's cool. No, you know, whatever you come up with. But man, ring them up. Say, man, I'd just love to pray for you. Is there anything I can pray for you? I reckon you're awesome. You're doing a great job. God's all over your life. He's got your hand, he's got his hand on your life. What can I pray for right now? To me, that's encouraging. But that's about us creating a culture that we're for one another. And again, let us not neglect our meeting together. But as some people do, but encourage one another, especially as we see the day of his return drawing near. There's agreement here. Holy Spirit's here. Why? Because there's two or three people gathered together. Who could you encourage right now? Who could you just get alongside of and say, man, you're doing a great job. I might not have the time, but hey, here's a card. Just write something down. Write a scripture down. Prophesy. Speak life. Post it to someone. But could we go right into God's presence tonight? We're already in it. Don't get me wrong. But let us go right into the presence of God with sincere hearts. I tell you the truth. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven. And whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. I also tell you this. If two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask for, my Father in heaven will do it for you. For where two or three are gathered together as my followers I am there with you. There's a symphony. There's a symphony here. And God's more for you than you can believe. God God is and wants to answer your prayer. God is here believing for you. But so let's go right into his presence. Maybe you haven't been in church before and you've come along tonight and you've been invited by a friend and hey, I want to tell you, you're loved. I want to tell you so much you're loved by God. This is no, you don't have to do no, you know, weekly turning up to church. It's Jesus. Jesus is the, is the, is the Savior of the world. When we ask him into our heart, he comes and lives inside of us. The Holy Spirit comes and lives inside of us. I pray tonight you'll know the love of God.
and the grace of God. And in a moment, we're going to pray. We're going to pray all over this room because I'm just believing for breakthrough everywhere. I know, I know we often in our services, we go, hey, if you want someone to pray with you, if you want someone to stand with you tonight, lift your hand. Uh, yeah, well, that's good. We love doing that and we often do that. But tonight we're going we're gonna to take a bit more time and we're going to just pray and we're going to create a symphony in this room because I believe it's time to go, you know what, God, what we forbid on earth is going to be forbidden in heaven. What we, what we release on earth is going to be released in heaven in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Why don't we jump to our feet if that's all right? We're going to create, just continue, I mean, not create, God's already here. another part in the Bible I really like. I can't remember the reference, but I know what happens. Jesus comes to the temple and he has, it was evening time and he looked over it and it just says that he looked around and then he left. As he left, he saw a fig tree. Fig tree wasn't doing its job. Anyway, some of you might know that story. He went away and then he came back the next morning. And the next morning is when he went into the, the temple and he drove out the money changers and he drove out all the people uh, herding animals and all that sort of stuff. And he said, you know, my house is a house of prayer. That, and, and, he, and it says that in some, in some translations, it says that he even created a whip and he got a bit fierce about it. I'm like, that's okay. Because that's passion. Passion of the purpose of the house of God. Passion of the purpose of who Jesus is and what He came to bring life for you and for me. And and I'm not talking about we're not going to get our whips and drive things out tonight. Don't worry about that. But I believe there's great passion in Jesus Christ, knowing what He came and paid the price for, knowing that we can enter boldly into the most holiest of holy places tonight, knowing that we can, you know, not just hope and pray tonight, but we could access heaven and go, Lord, Your Word says where two or three are gathered together. Whatever we bind on earth is going to be bound in heaven. Whatever we release on earth is going to be released in heaven. And so across this room tonight, I believe there's things for probably every single person that you're believing for breakthrough in, that you're believing for, for God to come and do something in. And tonight I want to say, let's gather together and pray for one another. And in James chapter 5, it says, The faithful prayer of a righteous person avails much. In this Scripture, it says you can ask for anything in my name and I will answer it for you. So tonight, what could we ask God for? And I'm saying, yeah, ask God for things for yourself, but maybe also ask God for things for people that are around you in your life. Amen. What could we ask for? What are you asking for right now? I'm across this room. What are you asking for? What are you asking for? Thank you for listening to this message recorded at Equipus Church, Dunedin. We pray it blessed you. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com.